it's the podcast time. It's KCC Live at 99.8 and all that stuff. But you don't really need to know that because you've downloaded it onto your iPod. Definitely. It's a just... nice looking iPod you've got there. Can I just point out? Ooh, looks good, that mic, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, if it's pink, then well done for having a pink one. If it's a touch, then well done for touching it up. And if you're touching the pink one, well, the innuendo is <laughs> just off the chart. This is the uh, the podcast of the Audacity Show. Uh, I'm Connor Clark, and that's Mike South over there. So does that looking ugly? Hello, Mike. <laughs> hey. Thanks. Leave me Got alone. a good show coming up this today, haven't we? We talk about all sorts of stuff. I talk about how I've turned into a nice person who doesn't complain in restaurants anymore. Definitely. I you talk, talk about murder. I, I talk about how I've become a French-Russian poet. So, yeah. you know, if you want to hear an accent coming out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So there's some, uh, there's some great music, of course, but we kind of only play a few seconds of it on this. If you want to listen to us live, go to 99.8 FM KCC Live on Thursdays at half five. And that's about everything else we need to say, isn't it? Well, so yeah. We, if you want Enjoy to try and guess during the show, you've got about half an hour of the show. Just think to yourself, what present could Connor's dad have got him? <laughs> you know, to really, I mean, he, he, bought, he bought him a guitar for no reason at all. Yeah. So, you know, he's turned 24. What kind of present has he got him? Because I tell you what, you'll be really surprised. He's really outdone himself this time. Yes, so, yes. Come up with so you know, that's a little tease for you. Enjoy yeah. the podcast and uh, we'll see you next week. Excellent. Oh, just before we go, um, there's one thing to mention about this podcast. We, we're not in the same room. We're uh, Mike, me and Mike are on Skype. That's yeah, how we're, we're doing. sort of no. doing this remotely. Like it's 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 new. It's like technology. Basically, it's because Mike uh, lost his job. I fired him, and he and he moved. He's like over an hour's drive away from me now, so it's not always easy to to get out there too. Well, it's easy. So we- it's perfectly easy if you can be bothered. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's okay, like I can't, I can't come to London because it's really hard. No, going Listen, to London. Listen, why easy. don't you pack up your all your recording equipment and come to me? <laughs> True. Yeah, but my recording. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, but ironically, in order to get my recording equipment i'd need you to drive over here with the van and pick it up so yeah, you're here anyway aren't you yeah that's a good point and um, but what we're, the reason why we're telling you this is because uh, obviously it's new sort of technology i'm we've tried to make it sound as good as possible but if it sounds a bit worse or if something weird happens or you think they don't sound like they're in the same room it's because we're not um, and yeah. we're gonna get better at it hopefully and uh, thanks for sticking with us but you know we want to bring you the the podcast and the the radio show every week but honestly if, uh, honestly yeah, as well honestly so. Honestly is the best policy. <laughs> so yeah, enjoy the podcast. I saw a monster coming over that hill by the automatic 99.8 FM. This is KCC Live and you listen to the Audacity Show. And it's a lovely day, isn't it, Connor? It's not a bad day. It's a, it's a lovely uh, sunny morning. I don't know what it'll be like at half past five when these people are listening to this. Because, of course, we pre-record our show, Mike, because we're not liars. We tell people about this. We are not liars. We are very, very honest people. But um, honestly, the weather... Last night, the moon was out, <laughs> like anyone else. Yeah, I'm talking about the weather, because we've got nothing oh, else to talk oh, about. Oh, the weather. Are you go- hey, Mike, can I just ask you, are you going anywhere nice for your holidays this year? Well, I don't know. Are you cutting the air now? I mean, this <laughs> feels really, really nice. <laughs> it's go like on, the, the air. You were talking about the air like some sort of crazy the, uh Yeah, the air, the air. It's really, really nice, and there's no clouds in the sky. Last night, my mum, right, she goes to me, look out the window. I was having dinner with her. No. You're really going to say this because I know what you're going to say because my girlfriend said the same thing. She was like, look at the moon. Like, look at the size of the moon. Yeah. yeah? We had that, com- me and Jenny had that conversation last night. I was we, like, we it's were- not any bigger. It's it like- was a bit bigger. Well, it's not though, is it? It might be a tiny bit closer or clearer, but the moon's what? not bigger. Closer? Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> you think, you're of the common misconception that orbits are totally circular, aren't you, sir? 
Well, they're not, yeah, okay? Course, they're not orbits. Course. They're reg- Wrigley's extra, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a good joke, that, Mike. I'm Thank- quite impressed with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So uh, this is probably the worst intro to a show that we've ever done. I mean... We- oh, I don't know. We have scraped the bottom <laughs> of the barrel sometimes. But we're- no, I think that's interesting. Like, um, the moon is quite an interesting uh, the thing. My, my girlfriend's got a, a book, like a diary, that tells her when the next new moon is and everything she's well into that oh what just specifically about the moon because i thought that would be linked uh you know to her mood swings hey you joke but i'm i'm reading this book at the moment um called by the river piedra i sat down and wept yes it's for book club what of it (laughs) um i'm reading this book and it's it's wicked because it's talking about the feminine side of god i don't believe in god and stuff but there's like there's a lot of these people who believe Christians, mate. They're called Christians. No, no, they're called charismatics. Really <laughs> You're not like, one of them. You don't really, want to be one of them. It, it, I do a little bit want to <laughs> yeah. be one of them. But um, it's, a, it's a really sort of interesting side. I mean, I, as I say, I'm, I'm, I don't believe in any sort of spiritual God or anything, but I like the idea that if, it, if there was one, she'd be sexy. Do you know what I well, mean? Well, yeah, of course. And, and, of, and, and of course, in other religions, the uh, the gods are pretty sexy. You know, you've got... Um, the one with all the arms, eh? Hey, there's, a, there's a hand for everything. Yeah. Um, and who's that little that little angel one with the hearts and the bow Do you know I fancy? The little chubby one. Little fatty. That's um, Buddha, mate. Uh, it's not Buddha, though, is it? Because <laughs> that- people always say, oh, that's not a Buddha. Hey, anyway, we're getting into the realms of uh, theology <laughs> here. And this is I don't think we're on KTC Live, 99.8 FM, the Audacity Show. We're on the Buddha and the moon. But shut up. The 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 point I was getting to was that the talk about this, the feminine face of God and that she's represented in water and the moon, basically water because that brings life, but the moon because... W- women like without getting too sort of intimate women's cycles if you understand what i mean yes they replicate the pattern of the moon well of course so like well, that's gotta be something about it and like you know um there was something about <laughs> lunatic that's it lunatic you know the word <laughs> lunatic comes from luna so i'm learning loads from this book it's a shame i don't believe in god because i reckon i could get some lo- lovely stuff out of it well of course um the old uh, harry potter would would tell you that uh, professor lupin of course is a, a werewolf uh, and of course lu- lupine <laughs> refers to a wolf but also refers to the moon and that links me nicely onto the next song by akira the don it's called connor werewolves oh, we're back that was Werewolves there on 99.8 FM, KCC Live. That was some Akira the Don, the first Akira the Don of 2011. And I'm sure you'll agree it was lovely. Don't you think, <laughs> it Mike? Was, it was lovely. I'm looking forward to next week when you play Vampires. <laughs> Do you know, um, like, I love Akira the Don. My sort of love for him is, has, has been documented well over these uh, shows. Yeah. But, um, like, you know what I, I like to complain, don't I, Mike? Well, about pretty much everything that you can think, find in life. I yeah. think I've turned the corner and it's all thanks to Akira the Don. Let me tell you a little story. Go on. On the 17th of November, 2010, right. I bought the new Akira the Don t-shirt off his website. Okay. Nerd. Yeah. Nerd. Nerd. It's cool. It's called The Kidnapping of Akira the Don. It's his, you know, to go with his new album. It's a t-shirt. Some, right, some okay. Time. Yeah, it's, it's wicked. Um, <laughs> and it's yellow. So, you know, win-win. Right. it's the only uh, sort of top I'm ever going to wear on stage from now on that's just the rule provided my aunties wash it in time you know right okay um, <laughs> so anyway I bought it on the 17th of November it did not come until the 7th of January oh I and tell you, you know what? what he's ruined it for you hasn't he 
No, I would have kicked off if it had it been anyone else. How dare you? Like, I emailed him and said, just wondering, like, if my T-shirt's yeah, been sent the web, out. Yeah, because the Don official website and merchandise is all just him, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just, it's like, just you him. Have to, and you've got his personal email, and you just say... Where, this is so funny though because you pretend that like because you've met him once that you're like his best mate yet you're still like buying t-shirts off him <laughs> and nagging him like a little I'm eBay him, seller mate. I'm supporting him but like no I didn't nag him because I was like hey man I'm in no rush for this tea but I just like <laughs> <laughs> for this tea yeah. T-double-E like an American yeah oh. I was like yeah I'm in no rush for this man but yeah I just want to know if it's been sent out um, and he was like he actually replied and said, well, no, because the guy that does the T-shirts, like, we've, we've, he's been rubbish, but he's had, like, a family emergency, so I can't really complain. And, like, you know, it's a bit tricky. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, cool, don't worry about it. <laughs> and he was like, and this was, like, back in December. He was like, they're going to arrive this Thursday, so we'll get them sent out. And I was like, well, it's going to be busy at uh, Akira the Don factory on Thursday, isn't it? Oh, Didn't you reply. are such a little idiot. Didn't reply to that. So, um, well, of course then, not. So sort of, we get to nearer Christmas, and it wasn't a Christmas present because... You know, that would be sad if I got myself a Christmas present. But yeah. I thought... Sad that, um, and true, yeah. <laughs> I thought I'll, you know, I'll, I'll email him again. I was like, say, just wondering where my tea is, mate. <laughs> you know, this sort of thing. Hey, and that he said, tea I mentioned about two months <laughs> oh, ago. Oh, yeah, this tea's gone cold. Yeah, man. you know that I tea back coffee. in 2007, yeah? <laughs> well, uh, I was just wondering, man. I'm in no rush for it or anything, but... Uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just walking around. I mean, I wanted to be cool because it was like your latest album, but you've had like six <laughs> albums since, so... <laughs> I've got this T-shirt saying the Titanic's just sang. What do you think about that? <laughs> got this T saying that uh, on the fifth day uh, he created man. So uh, I so got this T-shirt saying there's just been a great big bang, man. <laughs> it's got created. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, but like the thing is, if you're actually in with him, like properly his mate, I wouldn't he, wear his T-shirt. Well, yeah, but also he'd just give you it, wouldn't he? Actually, I've just thought you wear a major major T-shirt, my band. Dude, I've seen you. I in have it. never worn worn a major major T-shirt. You have. You, when? You, fair enough. You say it's your painting T-shirt. Oh, that T-shirt. You mean that hideous T-shirt that that fan <laughs> made for you for class in two thousand and nine? That's a good T-shirt. And I Don't wore once, that. just like not hurt his feelings, but then quickly resided to I'm going to paint in this now. So it, listen, there's mate, nineteen of those T-shirts in the world, Mike. There's, there's honestly, only there's no lower rank for a T-shirt than a painting T-shirt. It's that bad that I don't even want to wear it to running. Do you know what Ooh. I mean? Uh, that is pretty bad. Yeah. But anyway, back to this, right? So I, I, he, te- he emailed me back saying it got really out of hand with this guy that was doing the tees for me, and they um, he was adopting tees. Then he was saying it. Um, <laughs> yeah, all the ju- cool kids will be on it soon. He just said T with an S, not T double E. So oh, I felt like a bit of a chump for sending it first of all. But yeah. anyway, so I was like, he was like, yeah, it all got it all got wrong. I had to fire him, and like it, I don't like to do that, but I kind of I'm running a business, and like I'm getting them sorted, and it should be really it should be soon for you. Yeah, and then so Peter like, Jones are off to play golf, mate. Well, that's what I emailed him back. I was like, we'll get you, Lord Sugar. <laughs> No reply. <laughs> so, but so I didn't complain, and it eventually came, like I say, at the start of January. But that's a long time to wait. But I didn't complain, and as a result, I've stopped complaining. What in like always? In life? No, I was in. I was out for, that can't for dinner, be true, mate. I don't believe it, it. Honestly, I was out for dinner the other day, and I, I was having the ribs. I love having ribs; they're great, you know. And I was in a, a establishment in town that I do like, so I won't name because they got it completely wrong. They, they brought out these ribs and they were horrible. They were like school dinner ribs. It didn't even feel like meat. And I, you know, so they, they brought these out and I was like, hmm, I, I'm sorry, like these don't taste as normal. I mean, do they even look normal to you? They were covered in fat. They weren't, they, they were tough. 
Oh. There was one at the bottom that was nice, and I was like, well, look at that, you know. But I, I didn't complain, like, the same way I normally would. I said, I, I just, I, I like this, you know. Like, I've, I always get the ribs when I come here, and I'm just disappointed it's not the same. Yeah. Well, and she was like, oh, um, well, we'll change them. What would you like in their place? And I was like, just bring me some, like, nicer some, ribs. Some good ones, yeah. And then they, they brought exactly the same dish. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, the same dish again. And I just ate the nice one, ate my chips, and didn't complain. You're and then joking I, I, me. Because normally yeah. you would like, you would just go mad. You'd probably walk out the restaurant without paying anything, without even probably mentioning it to the waitress. I know. And, and what you'd probably do is just leave a passive aggressive note going. No, no, but <laughs> with, with, with a pun, probably, in there as well. Just yes. to be smart. You didn't tickle my ribs or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but honestly, they, they, uh, I didn't complain at all. And. I even went as far as I, I, when we'd finished and she was coming to take the plates, I went to the toilet so I wouldn't be there when she took this like full plate of food away from me that I hadn't eaten because it wasn't nice. What? Like, and and uh, my girlfriend sort of said, she, she went, oh, were these no good to her? And she was like, well, he didn't eat, you know, he doesn't like to complain. But, what? Um, and, and I've changed, mate. I'm a good person. And I, didn't, and I bought you a coffee last night, so that's the end of that. I've turned into a good person who doesn't complain. Not bad, eh? Well, that's pretty good. Although, you know, I think the, the thing about being a good person is it's got to be sustained. Because, yeah. because everyone can be good for a little bit, presumably when they want something. So I don't know what you're wanting from the world, but it seems like you're just wanting the world to kick you back. I and just want my T-shirt to arrive. I emailed Puff Daddy for his new T-shirt <laughs> and he didn't come back. Yeah, you're still waiting for that Limp Biscuit one from 2003. <laughs> I tell you what Fred I'm not waiting Durst for. Fred hasn't emailed you back. I tell you what I'm not waiting for, Mike. Is it something about a song by <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's the new uh, Mike po- Posner song. This is awesome. Now, I feel like a bit of an idiot because I bet, yeah, KCC have been playing this for like months because it's... I feel like a bit of an idiot because in all honesty, I've never heard of Mike Posner and I thought that you like were intended to play um, a major, major song called Poser, but the version that I mixed. So I thought on the playlist it was called Mike Poser. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was like, Connor's got the spelling wrong. It's actually a really class song, and if you see us on uh, Buskin, Major Major Buskin on Church Street in the next couple of weekends, we'll probably be uh, adding this to our repertoire in a sort of indie way. So this is cooler than me, and it's it's just dead catchy. It's just, it's just a pop song, but it's good. I hope you enjoy it. Of course you will. It's the normal music on this radio station. If I could write you a song, that was cooler than me by Mike Posner. That's a good tune, isn't it, Mike? It's uh, it's good and it's better than the mic mix of Poser by Major Major. <laughs> well, so there you go. Yeah, what yeah. isn't better than a, a song mixed by you? Yeah, well, it is self-confessed cooler everything. than you, isn't it? That's uh, yeah. Well, you know, especially with all that. Hey, hey, where's my tea, man? <laughs> especially no, with he's, he's saying, Mike. You know what? That girl, I'm I'm into her, but she reckons she's dead cool, so she thinks she's cooler than me. But so screw her. I don't care. Yeah, right. I don't care about her. Stupid. <laughs> Fair you know, enough. Just live your own life. You don't have to be cool. Take this. Uh, take you for example. Well, You're not cool. Well, I'm not cool, mate. And I tell you what, um, I've moved back to my place where I grew up called uh, West Kirby on the Wheel, right? And like, like I said, I grew up here. However, I never really socialised here because, well, I didn't have any friends. But <laughs> apart from that, um, when I was about sort of 16, 17, I started playing in bands. And that's actually how me and you met because like we used to come over from the Wirral to Liverpool because if you're in a band from the Wirral, you've got to go to Liverpool to yeah, play gigs. Definitely. There's nothing on the Wirral apart from like, you know, the, the Harvest Mouse pub. Do you know what I mean? Um, so what I used to do when I was 16, 17 is go over, play gigs. And like a lot of my friends were already in uni in Liverpool. So I was like the coolest 16-year-old ever. I mean, like I said, I had no well, friends. because you were playing gigs. No, because like, 
And you had I, dreadlocks and you were fat. I, what, no, I didn't have dreadlocks. Mate, I went to a grammar school. <laughs> they let me, have, let me have dreadlocks in that. Actually, I can tell you a funny little story about um, me trying to be cool in the grammar school. Um, I, when I was 15, I got my ear pierced right. So yeah. um, I, was a li- I was a little bit of a rebel as grammar school goes, uh, grammar school boys go. Um, but then when I was 16, I got my tongue pierced, right? And that was going into the sixth form. Now, they're supposed to be a little bit more lenient because instead of a uniform, they let you wear a suit, right? That's lenient. <laughs> yeah, that's like, because you can customise it, mate. We even pioneered. We didn't have to wear the sixth form tie. We even pioneered, like, you can wear your own tie because so many people, like, how stupidly, like, spoiled rich kids this. But, like, people kicked up a fuss because they wanted to wear their own, like, silk ties and stuff. Oh, really yeah, ridiculous. ridiculous. But, like I said, I didn't have loads of mates from school because they're all like little school posh boy people. And um, but the thing is, in seven years of going there, now bearing in mind this is a uh, a school full of just boys, right? I didn't see one fight in seven years, which seems bizarre. But because it's like a grammar school, they're all just posh and clever, and as a result, just it's all all wimps. They can't all fight. wimps, <laughs> and it's just like it's it's like really just like but, uh, they're like women. It's like really sort of like. Talking at back behind each other's back, spreading rumours, really yeah. sneaky but stuff. I hope, I hope you don't take this as, as a compliment, heaven forbid, Mike. But um, I, I imagine that you're not a wimp. I can I can imagine you being able to handle yourself in a sort of fight situation, which is so. Like I'm surprised you didn't go start. Well, not- you probably could have been cock of that school if you'd wanted. Yeah, well, you know, I thought it was, but people like instead of like. people who didn't like me instead of just telling me and like letting us have a little scuffle or something like that would you know spread rumors and like play pranks and stuff someone someone got hold of my home number once and um i i really i've never been that mad that like i uh, i've gone and hit someone but i was quite close because um for about a month um my house phone was rang in the middle of the night like every night and it was like waking my parents up and i look at it this way they were still up you know they had to set their alarm and go it's two o'clock better get up i know i've got english lit first thing tomorrow but i better get up and do this prank you don't want you don't want prank phone calls to your parents do you and like the thing is you don't you you don't mind prank phone calls if they're like good prank phone calls if they just ring and then hang up that's a rubbish that's a that's a, it's a failed it's a, it's phone call. It's a waste of a, of, of a humour. That's what you that want, is. You want one ringing up and, say, and saying something like, hello, this is Professor Yaffle from the Bagpuss School of Bagpuss Eras. Oh, some classic you know, thing like that. Oh, something like that. I'm just ringing to say that Mike has not come to school for the past three days. You know, that sort of thing. Well, that's why, it. Why are you ringing at 3 a.m. in yeah. the morning, Professor Yaffle? Yeah. Don't be quiet. Go to sleep, Bagpuss. You're very silly. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is about like having to pass the 11 plus to get into the school is you're quite clever. And so like, I know I could never find out who these people were. They're really good at keeping it secret. So there was that. But like shortly afterwards, when I got my tongue. Let me tell you a little secret, Mike. 1471. You'd have found out straight away. <laughs> I think they had that one covered. So, um, yeah, so a little bit after I had my tongue pierced, I arrived back at school and people were like, hey, hey, have you seen Mike Self? He's got his tongue pierced. He thinks he's all there. He thinks he's dead cool. Yeah, he thinks he can, think he can take some pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what happened was about two weeks in, I got called out of a class by the head of sick form, right, who was called Jim Corrigan. And actually, he was a pretty cool guy. Um, but he took me out of the class. He went, can I have a word? And I was like, yeah. And... He presented me with this piece of paper. Now, on the piece of paper was a printout of an email, okay? Right. Which, which read, like, Dear Mr. Corrigan, um, as, as you are probably aware, uh, my son Michael has recently got his tongue pierced. Um, <gasps> it's from your mum? Yes, and, and it's like, um, so obviously this isn't 
you know doesn't go with the the, the code of con- conduct. It doesn't go with the uniform. It's it clearly not allowed. But he's always been a maverick. Even in the womb, yeah. he was kicking the wrong <laughs> but direction. It's like, but I was hoping that you know maybe it'll be all right. That's basically what the email said. I was yeah. like, I, I'm aware that this is like highly irregular and illegal in your eyes, but can you just be cool with it, please, Mr. Yeah, Corrigan? and come on, really. It's just a bit of metal through the tongue. Yeah, but he it's, would, he's not, it's not, he's not bringing a shank to school or anything. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he was like, he just said, Mike, I'm a bit, I'm a bit confused by this. And I was like, why? And he was like, well, like, I, he said, I don't really care about your tongue piercing, really. He was like, you know, you can't really see it, and it, unless any of the teachers actually complain to me. I, you know, I don't really care what you do. And I was like, right. But he was like, but I'm just confused why your mum's emailed me this. It just seems weird <laughs> that, like, your mum's, like, confessed. Like, And I went, well, it's obviously not my mum, is it? And he was like, what do you mean? <gasps> and I was like, well, my, my mum hasn't written that email. And he went, well, how do you know? And I went, for two reasons. One she wouldn't do that because like you said, it's stupid and weird. Yeah. And he went, yeah. And I went, and number two, my mum's name's Heather. They've signed that Sean South. <laughs> <laughs> like to try and put some authenticity into it. They've just invented a name. They couldn't. So, so like what? That was a prank email. Yeah. Someone had sent. Yeah, of course. That's it was like, awesome. And I just said, it's someone trying to get me into trouble, isn't it? And he was like, oh, and I was like, he goes, does stuff like this happen to you a lot? <laughs> I was like, I was like, you'd be surprised. I was like, oh, this I'm kind sorry, of... you were bullied, Mike. I was like, I don't even see that as bullying. I mean, like that's that's just. I know. Weird, and then it? they got my bag and they throw it on top of the bus stop, and it's dead funny. I know. It's, uh, love and it. he was like, well, what do you want me to do about it? And I was like, well, what can you do? And he was like, I don't know. I can try and find out who sent it. And I was like, yeah, good luck with that. Get back to me if you do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so wow. you know that little aside turned out to be a great little uh, anecdote. It wasn't bad, Mike. Yeah. It wasn't and as you can hear. Still rocking the tongue piercing. So where did that get you? Mm. What did you hit your tongue piercing on the mic? Then what a fool! Yeah, what a fool! What um, a fool! Let's play uh, a little tune, and then I'll come back and tell you what I was actually going to tell you about. Well, no, actually, Mike, because I think you'll find the time is coming up to near enough to six o'clock. Oh, so we'll come back and do the old six o'clock item. Six o'clock item. Then we'll hit. Then I want to hear about you in a band. But first of all, I want you to introduce this song while hitting your tongue piercing right, on the cool. mic. Well, this is a meld of two minds and great minds uh, that it is. This is actually from Radio One's Live Lounge, which I believe that like DJs like us and you know people generally in charge of iPods, you know people at parties and all kind of stuff. It's well cooler to play something from the Radio 1 Live Lounge because it's like, hey, you think you've heard this song? Well, yeah. have you heard it this way? And it's, it's, like, it's like you've gone and discovered like an underground remix when really you've just pulled off like a really, really well-renowned compilation from HMV. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so this is actually, uh, this is Violet Hill, which I think is a really good tune by Coldplay, but it's done by whew, Pendulum, my favourite. Awesome. So instead of Chris Martin's lovely voice, it's uh, Rob Swire's lovely voice. And it's uh, it's it's nice and rocky, so I'm into that. So here we go, Violet Hill, by the pendulum version. Oh, isn't that epic? Cool, beat you, Coldplay. That was Pendulum with Violet Hill. Are we allowed to play stuff off other radio stations? Um. Yeah, that seems a bit weird. Yeah, that like, seems like a thing we can do. Uh, and next week, a little excerpt <laughs> from the Frank Skinner podcast, Absolute Radio. <laughs> uh, of course, you're not listening to Absolute Radio. Why would you be? You're not 48. You're listening to uh, KCC Live. It's Connor and Mike on the Audacity Show, uh, 99.8 FM Live. And of course, it's nearly around six o'clock-ish. So it's time for our six o'clock item. Mike, are you excited? I can't wait. I literally what? can't wait, mate. I've, I've, I've got to go to the bathroom. 
<laughs> no, come on, hit me with the item, and then I can... what, what I thought I'd do is because the last couple of six o'clock items we haven't done. I've just told you a story, um, so I thought I'd go back to the old, um, the normal, you know, true or false kind of. Uh, vibe. Oh, you mean our other idea? Yeah, okay. Yeah, the the other idea. No, <laughs> yeah. there's three ideas. There's a story. Um, the, like just an anecdote that we dress up as a six o'clock item yeah. and I go what, what do you think of that yeah, at the end of it there's a true or false there's and a true then or false. there's the emergency there's a... if we haven't got anything where we pretend to be goats for a bit yeah we pretend to be goats um, <laughs> what? So what is it's this o- show it's, it's obvious isn't it that's what we do yeah. um, so you know sort of when we've had Christmas I'm not going to talk about Christmas but you meet like family and people and there's all sorts of parties and you oh hang on and especially if you're in a relationship you wouldn't know about this Mike but you you don't just deal with your family you deal with like your partner's family yeah and, I've heard uh, about that yeah I thought yeah. I was an urban myth no so yeah it's true oh apparently. it's true so okay. we, right. we had um, we had all sorts of things and I, I met one of uh, my girlfriend's family who he's got a, f- a good few facts right you know, he's, he's one of them he's a He's, he's probably a, a good. He's a good dinner table companion for maybe ten minutes. Right. Um, so it's interesting well, until it gets facts. boring. Well, until you think, all right, you know, tell me something about your life, mate. Don't just tell me about the life. Yeah. Why is all your anecdotes from other things? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, but I thought, why? Well, no, don't waste a, uh, an opportunity like that. I've got a couple of um, I've got a couple of facts here. I've written them down, and I'm just going to sort of read them out to you, and, and uh, you've got to say whether they're true or false. I hope they're animal um, related, because then I'll be able to get them. Mate, of course, one of them is. So I've got three here. Two of the facts are true. Yeah. And one of them is false. Okay, well, I'm going to interject because when we do the true or false game, which is what it's called now, um, we dress it up as like another uh, item, but it's usually pun pun related. Okay. For example, we did this, I did this with you with, with cow facts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I called I, that I the remember. six o'clock moves. So um, I want a pun out of you, please. What, what What's it called? Let's just start off the top of my head, right? Let's have a little um, six o'clock <laughs> item inspired by a bloke whose outlook on life is a complete bloody joke because he's got no stories and no interesting anecdotes. He simply does the six o'clock item about true or false and not goats. <laughs> How about that? It's not bad. Will that do? That's not bad. Okay. Fact number one for you, Mike. Okay. In space. Yeah. No one can I love a fact that starts like that. In space, it is impossible to cry. Uh, Okay. Okay. Can I just, can I just ask, does that, is that like referring to like being in a spaceship in zero gravity or like if you were actually able to live in space? That's, that's all the fact I'm giving you, mate. (sighs) In space, it's impossible to cry. See, I asked for more detail and I can't get it. That's fact number one. All right. Okay. Fact number two. Slugs don't have any noses. Right. <laughs> noses. Okay. Okay, all right. And fact number three. Yeah. Most Eskimos have fridges. Right. Okay. You know it's Inuit now. That's not very PC. Most Inuits <laughs> have fridges. <laughs> okay. Um, that, so what do you think of those things Okay, then? well, number three is quite sweeping, but it... You know, it's 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 true because <laughs> it's, this sort of thing would never be in a textbook, would it? That's no. sort of, that's the fa- sort of fact that you could only be told like uh, uh, over the dinner table. Yeah. Oh, you know where um, most Eskimos they got fridges, you know? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Where did you read that? I just imagine. Um, I read like, it on Encarta. Yeah, Encarta. I, yeah, <laughs> I remember you like I, I just imagine you at a dinner party. Um, 
just as like a little caricature of yourself and like it's a real posh dinner party and it's like oh yes well uh, the thing about the, the politics and the and you just come out both Seth Gerd got fridges you know well I'm going to say that one's true because you know it's 2011 and fri- yeah but they live in the snow they live in igloos mate true but why would they need a fridge yeah but the thing is about a fridge it gives you some middle ground the, it's not just do you want something like either melting or do you want it so frozen that you'll never be able to eat it do you know it? what Mike you're what? absolutely right yeah most Eskimos have fridges to keep their food from freezing. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Because we obviously had a cold snap recently. This is how we got onto it, you know, with all, with all the snow and everything. Yeah. And, like, if you put stuff outside, like I put lemonade outside to sort of, you know, cool down. Probably like exploded do. the bottle because of the... And, uh, yeah. And yeah. it and it Well, it didn't. It just froze. Yeah. Uh, it must have been a strong bottle. Yeah. But, like, obviously, if it was always freezing... You could never put anything outside. You could never hang your washing out. No. You could never do because it would all just freeze. Yeah, it would yeah. So I think that well done. You've got that one right. That's a true fact. Yeah, they, definitely. They, yeah. I wonder. If they probably call it the oven. <laughs> I'm just, just going to buy. They call, just bang they call this it, chicken curry in the oven. They call it the the white box of wonder. Yeah. <laughs> put it in the white box of wonder, my lord. Yeah, it yeah, won't yeah. freeze in there. Um, so, okay, so basically, the f- I've got a choice between it's impossible to cry in space yep. and slugs have no noses. Yep. Um, uh, do they smell? Terrible! Yeah. Well, the thing is... Gonna have to hurry, yeah. Well, no, 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 hang on. Let me just discuss. Because the thing is, um, the space thing sounds feasible in a way. Um, right. Also, slugs... Kind of. The thing is that it's hard to think one of these is true and one of these is false because they're so different. Yeah. You know, like it's not like in space this one and then another space fact or something to do with the moon or something like we were talking about at the start of the show. I don't know if you caught it, but we talked about the word lunar oh, and being linked to the word lunatic. We went into the etymology of some of the words and next week we'll go into some more etymological <laughs> words. Um, okay, no, I'm thinking both of these could actually be made up by you, but equally they could both be um, facts. I think the slug nose is... Um, I think uh, the slugs don't really have like sort of visible noses, but like technically you could probably call some some other sort of uh, gland that they've got. You could compare that to a nose. So that like on a technicality could probably be true. I'm going to go with actually you've made up the crying space one because I reckon you can still cry in space. You can still do everything else in space. So why not cry? You're wrong. Oh, really? It, it, it is impossible to cry in space. That's a true fact. There's no gravity, so tears cannot flow. Yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, like, you know, you can still have a wee. Your body forces it out, just the same. No, no, I mean, I don't know how about you, mate, but when I go to the toilet, I like... I have got I, I, nothing to back up this, but <laughs> no, 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 I know no, no, no. that it's true. I, when I go to the toilet, I, like, I actually, like, I actually, my body does something that allows me to like choose when to go. I don't just stand there and wait. Yeah, for right. I've seen you go in a in. playground. You, you've gone outside of school in the past. Right, <gasps> it's gone wrong. I was only pants. four, mate. <laughs> so um, no, and actually, the fact that the sentence slugs don't have any noses is false because they actually have four noses. Mike. Yeah, you got yeah so some sort go. of glandular nose type thing. That yeah. was the uh, six o'clock item, which once again you lost. You've never like you. For ages, you've not been able to beat me on this. So uh, we'll see what what happens next week. It was like, it used to do facts about like, you know, your favourite TV show. And of course, I'm going to get that. But now you're doing facts, Nick, from, you know, a (laughs) a, a dinner party. So (laughs) I I wasn't at the dinner party. I've got no idea. 
Oh, well, you, no wonder you went at the dinner party with manners like yours. Horrendous. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, uh, we've, we've got an email here, Mike, that I thought I'd read out to you before uh, we play our next song. Okay. Um, it's, it's probably a complaint, isn't it? I mean, we're only going to get an email that's <laughs> complaining, I'd imagine. If you want to complain, email audacity at kcclive.com. Yeah. Okay, this is from David. It says, Dear Mike and Connor, before your Christmas break, you mentioned One Man and His Beard song about oh, yeah. the Pops. I noticed that it didn't get to number one at Christmas. No. I can only conclude that this is because you never played it on your show i hope you're both happy yeah i mean i think we need to apologize because we actually got that song sent to us <laughs> yeah. as an exclusive to play just before it was pre- like released yeah, we basically released got the- we got a pre-release we basically got our one shot of being good djs and doing a good job and we basically didn't do it we he just said, never be- played it he says uh, because of this epic fail we were left with another x-factor winners warbling at number one for christmas day yeah are you ever gonna play this top of the pop song <laughs> well we'll play it now but I li- have you got it there can we play yeah, it yeah we can play it but like the thing is uh, we it's not like X Factor like was number one because we didn't play well this like, is what David's saying and, and I, I don't think that, Live. Do you know what I mean? don't think that you can argue with his logic mate because yeah. well I mean we've know, got he, some influence like but like the, the old Kyle Meister he, he just he pips us to the post slightly doesn't he he, d- he does indeed yeah, mainly in that no one's ever heard of us <laughs> that's probably what, what it is yeah yeah but people have heard of one man in his beard he could have done well you know we could have been an extra arm of support so yeah sorry because I know that the, um, the one man in his beard himself emailed this song to us to play um, and uh, so, so sorry for not playing it till now but it's still a really good song and I think it's kind of timeless it doesn't necessarily have to be Christmas to, to well no it, no 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 it, no it does definitely have a time because if they do bring back Top of the Pops you can therefore no longer play it you know what I mean oh, yeah yeah as soon as like war is over John Lennon's songs out do you know what I mean? Imagine there's no heaven. Well, like, as soon as that gets discovered to be true, you know, that's gone, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if anything's based around, like, scientific discovery or anything like that, you know, those kind of songs are, are off. Fair enough. But listen, um, just before we play this, should we maybe talk about what people can expect from this song? Oh, okay. Well, this song, um, you know, me and my new music technology lecturing skills, I would probably point out some sonic flaws in this recording. It's- I would say that the guitar is probably out of tune, but it's catchy and it and it still works. So, like, bear with it. Basically, guy- just wait for the chorus because it's a yeah. good chorus. Yeah. yeah, it's it's great. We gigged with him a while ago in, in Manchester and he just got up on stage. He's this really old guy with a massive beard and an out of tune guitar with a little amp. But for some reason, He's got the most amazing stage presence, and it, it's awesome. So I hope it transfers onto the radio. Yeah, and, uh, if you want to find this on YouTube, go to Bring Back Top of the Pops, One Man in His Beard. Write it all in. He's done loads of boss stuff. He's better than you or me, Mike, so I think let's have the song speak for itself. Definitely, and he's and got a much bigger with beard than either of us, because like, both of us cannot grow anything in that department. No, what a shame. Yeah, so oh, let's have it. Let's bring it back. It's Top of the Pops. Bring my Top of the Pops. That was Bring Back Top of the Pops there on 99.8 FM, KCC Live. It's the Audacity Show. That was the item song that you don't know, but we do. Hey, apparently. I wonder like, if the station manager, who obviously tunes into our show to make sure we don't like, you know, like, get the, sh- the station sued and stuff. Yeah. Um, when we played Mike Posner, 
Um, he must have been like, oh, these guys have finally got it. They've kind of, they've finally discovered what KCC Live's all about. We've done two road shows and 24 shows and they've finally got there. <laughs> and then we play this and he's like, oh man, they've really excelled themselves now. No, th- that's, the, that's the point of our song, we, our show. We play one song a show that sort of you won't have heard otherwise. We've got some good stuff coming yeah, up. Yeah, that got was our bit feature, of- like song that you don't know that we know but like that was almost song that we know and you don't even care you don't even <laughs> want to know oh you know no I mean? shut up it's a class no, song I, I love, love that, that song. song it's absolutely brilliant it's absolutely brilliant so uh, no but we got some good pops tunes coming up for you later we got uh, a bit of pink we've got a bit of sugar babes got a bit of major major <laughs> oh, oh, if only we were j- not joking about that no what a shame never mind um, Mike let me ask you a question yo do you have a bath? Do you ever have a bath? <laughs> well, I, I have a bath, but I, I don't like them. And so it's very rare that I, I do have them. Do you know what? The last time I did have a bath was when you very kindly helped me move. Okay. Mm. So uh, as I was talking about last week, um, when I moved, I just listened to the uh, Flat 29 podcast for 24 hours straight. And after I'd done 24 hours lifting and moving and stuff, I just like looked at the bath and just... Yeah. yeah, I actually went downstairs, got myself a gin and tonic, <laughs> <laughs> lit some candles, and just like fell asleep in the bath, and it was yeah. great. You see, you see, I think that some people, some women, sort of think that baths for men aren't the best kind of thing. But like, I like a bath every now and then. Do you remember a time I I invited you around to my house and then yeah, got yeah bored come round, we'll there. hang out. It'll be great. It'll be amazing. Like what, what we'll have, we can talk about life. Me and you can bond. It'll be like our friendship will get so much closer. And then you invite me in, and you go, I'm just um, I'm just gonna have a bath you have a bath uh, so two hours later you come back down you still here Mike <laughs> get out of my house but listen I had a bath the other day and funnily enough I listened to a Flat 29 podcast in the bath they were great go and, go and look at Flat 29 because they are great and they do like comedy music and next week on the show we're going to play one of their songs as the song that you don't know but we do so oh, I'll uh, have to get in touch with Rich and tell him that we're oh, like definitely maybe fans. we could get them on as a guest that'd be amazing yeah I'll see if I can do a phone interview or something like that Ooh, cool uh, yeah, okay um, but anyway right uh, like I was having this bath and I was in the bath for an hour. Really? Yeah, I took a selection box in there. Right. I, I was eating that. I, I took um, a book in there. Yeah. I had, I had my little podcast on a little portable uh, iPod docking uh, station how, thing. How did your chemical castration go? <laughs> because, like, that is ridiculous. How crazy yeah, and, is that? Well, listen, let me, let me tell you the main reason I stayed in the bath. For Christmas, I got a present, right, called Bath Space Invaders, right? <laughs> It was amazing. Basically, it's this little like plastic frame with suction cups on that you put at the end of the bath. Imagine uh, a sitcom where someone's in the bath and they have that kind of metal tray along with the loofah on yeah, and the sponge yeah, and things. Yeah. So it sort of looks a bit like that, except it's plastic. And it's got these little sort of flappy aliens hang- dangling down from it yeah. that you can sort of put on. It also comes with a water pistol. <gasps> you Jeez. sit you sit at the one end of the bath and shoot the aliens at the other end of the bath yeah let me ask you what's the uh, what's the age sort of bracket on that like product? probably five probably yeah. five but right I was in there and I was shooting this water pistol I got a blister on my finger from <laughs> shooting this water pistol too much. So it's like when I'm aged eight playing Sonic the Hedgehog too much I, I couldn't believe it I was, I was playing it and I was shooting the thing and about half an hour into my bath I actually took a moment and said out loud how am I not bored? Like, like <laughs> it was amazing though, because I was coming up with all these different games. I was getting these soap suds from the bath, <laughs> like the bubbles, putting them all over the aliens, and then like shooting the suds off. I was coming up with all sorts of games, you know, getting closer and closer to it, shooting it from under the water. Oh, mate, it was awesome. Yeah, so that's I just, ridiculous. But the thing I'm, is about people don't realize about you is that like 
you talk a lot and that's you know people notice that of course but they don't imagine for a second that when you're in your own company and like just walking around the house on your own you continue having a conversation with yeah, yourself it's very, very like, strange like honestly listeners connor like if you're for example if you're sat in his living room waiting for him to come down and socialize with you you can hear him having a a whale of a time upstairs on his own he'll be in the bath talking to himself he'll get out the shower or whatever and he'll be drying himself and he'll be talking he sings to himself Connor like you could put him in an empty room and literally he just commentates his own life and like yeah, you honestly much. hear Connor telling jokes and laughing on his own do you know what I do like he well? makes himself laugh with his I own jokes I say things that I've seen that, that are funny you know like funny YouTube clips you know that kid who's been to the dentist and he's like knocked up on drugs and he, he's coming back is this like, real life is this real life yeah. I just walk around the house and sometimes I'll go is this going to be forever <laughs> like you know it's funny but anyway right, so you're really I, mad I was talking about sort of uh, Christmas Christmas presents but I had my birthday as well I'm um one of the, guess what I got off my mum and dad as what? birthday presents? Like seriously? Uh, I don't know, it's, mate. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm 24, like... so it's not going to be. It's not a big birthday, but you know, you expect. True, but your parents aren't conventional at the best of times, and no, I, I don't that think that's offensive to even say that. To be honest, like they're you know they're very very nice people, but like they think differently to the rest of us, and I think you're really a product of them, aren't you? What I got <laughs> was no card. Okay. No. My dad brought round, because we were having a little uh, dinner in my house for My dad brought round um, a book, not yeah. wrapped. <laughs> right. That had quite clearly been read. <laughs> so his old book. About Stoke Football Club. Right. Okay. Um, just film, Interesting, film me in. I suppose, but I don't support Stoke. I was going to say, because Stoke, um, am I correct in thinking that they're not actually... A good football team. They're all right. They're, you know, pre- they're a premiership club. But you good. don't support them. That's the no, that's no, the, cl- no. That's the uh, important I'm aware of them. Here. That's about yeah. that's where my affinity sort of ends with yeah. Stoke Football Club. So, of course, I would want a book about that. But this is the worst bit. It had a bookmark in it. Yeah, an interesting looking bookmark. I thought this doesn't. This is like a big square bookmark. Yeah. This is this is strange. It was a DVD in one of those little card cases. Of yeah, a free DVD from the Observer newspaper. Yeah. That was my other present. So he just handed you this, like, book that he found on the bus and... Probably a charity shop. And he gave me... Um, happy uh, birthday. Yeah, and it wasn't wrapped. And inside it was this uh, DVD from the... A free giveaway DVD. It said, to Robert, I love you, love Mary. <laughs> it, it was, it's called Beginnings, and it's, like, early short films of, of famous directors. Well, that's, you know, so, that's good. I'd enjoy that. Well, it's quite interesting. I've not watched it. You can probably have it if you want. But, like... A free DVD? That doesn't count. That's not a present. No, I agree with that. Stupid. I mean, I think you can. I think you can get away with uh, giving someone a present that hasn't cost you any sort of monetary value. If a great oh, deal if of you've efforts, made it, you know, if you if you yeah, made if it, a I, great deal of effort's gone to I like agree. procuring no, it, nothing better than like a lovely present. It's, yeah. it's amazing, but yeah. uh, no, doesn't doesn't happen. Unfortunately, the thing is though, you last time you moaned about this, like I like I thought that you know your dad was verging on abuse with you, where he came round and just stole your guitar. And you sort of complained about him. But, like, the next day, he brought around, like, a brand new guitar. Yeah, he bought a guitar. So, like, I can only imagine, like, good things are going to come out of this rubbish present. Like, it's just like he likes to sort yeah, of Yeah, of course it. a good thing is going to come out of it. I'm going to give it to you. 
<laughs> you know what? It's, it wins for you. So because no, you've got a win here, Mike, I think it's time that you uh, you were taken down a peg or two. We're going to play a song by the Smiths. Now, you don't like the Smiths, do you? No, definitely not. Well, shut up about the Smiths because yeah. they're great. So this is called Cemetery Gates, and it's brilliant. This is about um, Morrissey's opinion that it's, it's a sunny day and his girlfriend wants to go out on a walk. They want to walk through the cemetery and have a lovely walk in the countryside. Oh, that's lovely. And and then um, he's like, oh, God, what's the point of this? So uh, this is Cemetery Gates. Yeah, Lazy yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the Smiths. And I hope you enjoy it. And, you know, 99.8 FM playing the Smiths. Not bad. <laughs> KCC Live. Love the Smiths. 99.8 FM, KCC Live. That was, unfortunately, the Smiths. Connor likes them, <laughs> but I don't. I'm going to be honest sure about it. I'm sure a lot of people... Like them as well. It's all good. Don't worry about the Smiths. Yeah, I, I think they're probably like just sitting in pubs and feeling sorry for themselves, like you and your dad with his book that he found on a bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> loving, loving. Hey, right. One of the things that I've been doing, I've been doing so much stuff recently, Connor. Like, honestly, my life without you could not be better. Like, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> this is like an awkward situation. Like, if we, like we're exes and we bumped into each other and we're like, sort of, so, uh, how are things going without me? Oh, great. Yeah, great. Uh, yeah, I'm dating this of, new guy. Yeah, he's work. really rich. He's got a boat. <laughs> he's everything that you're not. And he likes my mum. He doesn't think she's an ugly woman. Um, yeah, I like your mum. <laughs> oh, no. Now it's just become real. Life. Do you really want to open up that kind of worms, Mike? No, thank you. Right, but I'll tell you about liking people's mums. One of the things I did recently was um, I attended a murder mystery party. Right? Oh, wow. But at my friend Mark's house. Okay. So... Um, it was his parents had organised it and they were inviting all because they live in a weird sort of it's like a settlement but like a, for like rich people if that makes sense they've sort of cast away society and moved like onto like a, a, a sort of area on top a of a commune hill. it's like a commune <laughs> on top of a hill for rich people do you know what I mean so they invited all the people from the settlement over but they still needed a couple more people now Mark and his sister were obviously invited but they were only the only kids the rest of the people were um, middle aged you know, parents, etc. Um, yeah. so, but they needed one more space and they actually asked uh, Mark's girlfriend if she'd be interested. She was like, definitely not. That's not going to interest <laughs> me. And um, so Elaine, Mark's mum, was like, um, well, ask Mike. He'd be really good at like murder mystery and all that acting mm. and stuff, which I don't know where she's got that from. I think it's because I'm loud when I go around. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's because I'm a loud... It's because you keep quoting Shakespeare. You know, you, you turn up in, in little uh, tights <laughs> and go, oh, forsooth. That sort of thing. So and they think, he, he must be a thespian. He'll be a great actor. Let's give him the lead role. It's so funny you mention all that forsooth stuff because I said, well, can I just not have, like... I said, I, I, I'm good at it if I don't have to do any stupid acting. Like, don't give me... Oh, come on. Like, no, 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 don't, no, 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 no. I don't mind the acting bit because that's fine. Just, I just didn't want to have to do any accents. See, that's the difference between you and me. If, if I'd have been there and not been given like a, a, a main part with an accent, you know, I'd have been like, oh, this is ridiculous. I, I'd have loved it. I'd have proper embraced it. I'd have turned up in character. Well, no, because you love doing accents, uh, provided you're allowed to say the nationality of the accent that you're doing. <laughs> Bonjour, I am a Frenchman. Um, but the thing is, if you're, if you're at a dinner party, because this is the best way to do these murder mysteries, actually have dinner and you've got to maintain an accent for like two hours. And I can't do, really do accents. And then, um, so I was like, just don't give me the, uh, the sort of French. And it turned out I got my invitation in the post, like right. proper the official invitation. And from what the were box. you? 
Well, the whole murder mystery is set in 1942 in Casablanca. So everyone's speaking <laughs> French. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's French. And I actually was half French, half Russian. And I was an artist Okay, listen, poet. you have to give us an example of this. You have to do a vo- the voice that you did. Well, you can't build it up and then not tell us the voice. <laughs> I can't even remember my artist's name. Let's do, let's do the next bit of this, uh, this link. My artist's in- name was that, was that rubbish that I had to like... It took what, me what was eight. the name of your character? I can't even remember. It took that long to even like figure out how to say the name of the character. It was that, it was that long a name because oh, it was something like Pe- Pezansky or something. <laughs> Yeah. Hi there, you're, you're listening to Audacity, it's 99.8 FM, KCC Live. My name's Connor Clark and I'm joined by Pierre Padansky. Hello, um, I am a French uh, slash Russian artist poet and I'm here to say that uh, I think all art in 1942 Casablanca is overrated. I think I should be uh, the head of the poetry <laughs> in uh, the whole world, especially France. And uh, bad, I, I did not commit good. this murder. I tell you, I tell you, I you did. You did. I saw you. You had a you had a hammer. Yeah. You were standing over the body. What was that about? Yeah, but like you've got to dress up, right? And so I I arrived in um, brown corduroy pants. Okay, right. Um, I borrowed my mum's suede, like sort of. It's kind of I'm going to call it vanilla coloured jacket. Okay. I had a flat cap. Like a vanilla, again, flat cap. And I had my glasses on because I thought, well, I'm a poet, so I want to look intelligent. Cause that's, oh, yeah. That's, that's, oh, yeah. That's the easy way of looking intelligent is wear glasses. Definitely. Um, and I thought, well, I'll put a paintbrush behind me here. So I actually looked quite good. I'd like, you know, it, it was all right. But um, my character was just annoying and I hated him. I what, hated you got annoyed by yourself? I now hated you know how my everyone character. who meets you feels. Nice. We had to, um, essentially, what you have to do in, in this sort of posh uh, murder mystery is that you actually get given dialogue to read. So you have to do a scene, right? And yeah. my character would just interject with, like, the most annoying things. He thought his poetry was amazing and everyone else hated him. And the bloke that had been killed was called the Black Cat, right? And he was um, a world-famous mime artist, <laughs> right? And, like, so someone would go, oh, he was a great he was a great master of art, you know? He was, like, oh, he was a really good artist. And I would go, no, you would not call mime art. Art is an art of poetry. Let me read you a poem. And, like, everyone would be, like, literally... So um, did you... Did you write any poems? No, I thought I'd have to come up with poetry and stuff, but like the whole point is my character wants to read his poems to prove how good he is and everyone tells him to shut up. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, nice. that's actually funny. scripted, particularly um, the, the girl who was playing my girlfriend, which actually <laughs> was actually um, Mark's sister. So I basically got to spend the night hitting on my friend's little sister. Ah oh, man, that yeah, sounds good. It was pretty good, eh? But uh, yeah, and but she just the whole time would tell me to shut up. My character was just so annoying that there was just no way he was capable of murder at all. Like literally, <laughs> literally, I had so much motive. I was part of like the French. So, so were you it? Were, were you the murderer? No, I wasn't a murderer. But like my oh. character was part of like the revolution, and he was like a proper communist, a self-confessed communist. He had like the most motive to like kill this bloke, and no one thought it was me because the character was such a wuss and such an idiot that like he, despite that no one was like nah it's not it's not Pierre definitely because he's rubbish it turned <laughs> out to be a two a two person job um, Mark was one of them along with uh, this woman who was um, his mum's friend who was mm. sat opposite me and she was 
she's quite good looking, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, it was it was quite bad. But what was also hilarious was like you have a notepad and pen and like all these facts come out. Do you know what I mean? Because what happens is you get assigned a fact every round. And as the dialogue progresses and starts, it tells you after this person says this, you say this. So it ah. you sort of play out. So the it dialogue. so it's sort of like it doesn't give you lines, but it gives you sort of it, essentially it gives you stuff that you're supposed to say and it gives you stuff that like you're supposed to know and only give away of questions so like you can so oh, you see. question people and you write down notes and stuff but it's, it's real Stanislavski stuff it was, oh, it was real awesome. posh man of mystery but his mum it turned out had slept with like three of the blokes you know <laughs> she slept with you yeah <laughs> no, I'd not slept. I'd not slept. Oh, there. mate, but that like, would have been really Mark, awkward. Hitting on his little sister and sleeping know, with his mum in the like, same it, night. You are a bad influence I, on that I family, know. Mike. You are a bad influence. And this next song we're going to play is by Pink, and it's called Murder Mystery Weekend. No, bad influence. That's it. <laughs> Let's have good, it. Very good. Can you believe we're playing Pink? It's Poptastic on Audacity. It's KCC Live. It's nine time point. 8FM and uh, yeah just finishing up the whole uh, murder mystery story um, yeah it was just it, it, what was really fun was yeah. I, w- I was able to treat people I'd met before like like strangers do you know what I mean I mean I actually when Mark's mum it was revealed had slept with like two <sighs> people I actually noticeably in front of him just wrote in big letters on my pad Mark's mum is a hussy you know <laughs> And she, and, and you know, he was able to see that. And it turned out, I, I, and she sort of, she sort of packed away at the end and, and read it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's all right, though. Because well, it's just testament to her wonderful acting then. Yeah, yeah. Way. But I mean, I was, I was the hit of the party because I'd arrived with uh, my own baked bread. So oh. everyone was like, oh, look at this bread, Mike. You've made the bread. I can't believe a young man like yourself is making hot bread rolls. You are just hot stuff, Pierre. You are amazing. Tell me the poem, Pierre. Of course, that didn't happen. I was sh- quickly <laughs> shushed by everyone. So Yeah, Pierre could have done with some of my poetry. Definitely, definitely. Because that, that's been underappreciated as well. Yeah, okay. Especially by you. <laughs> so this week, uh, like I, t- I was telling you before, before we was doing the show, like I, I always worry thinking, oh, I've done all the old poems. And then I find more and more poems that I did. And I think, what an idiot I was. And like songs I'd written and I mean, did you write all of these things down thinking like one day these will be published? So no, I no, be- I, I, write I was writing them down thinking this week they'll be published. And then like <laughs> they'll forget about that one. It didn't work. I'll write a new one. I'll write a new one. But of course, you know, you, you write something down. It's there forever. Yeah, burn it or something. That's true. But then someone wrote a book about the history of Stoke Football Club. Doesn't necessarily make it good, does it? <laughs> so this is called Art School, <laughs> right? And it's about. Um, it, I suppose it's people like you, Mike, who went to places like Lipper and trendy art schools, and they they think they're amazing just because they're you know doing something creative. Fair they enough. don't realise that I'm sat in at home in the bath with my water pistol, being yeah, creative, myself. making better stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So this is called, well, better stuff's debatable. So this is called art school, and it's my dig at those kind of, you know, Brit school kids, all right. Yeah. One lonely corner, a bar in town. <laughs> Everybody wears a designer frown. <laughs> Let's all be progressive. Performance art to try and make a point. Discuss new music. Share a joint. Oh, now, nice. Now let's discuss the meaning. How can you sit there and judge just because you hold a grudge? I thought you were above that. You all, think, you all think you're so avant-garde and how your art school is so hard. But this is what I say to you. Okay, so this is what I say. That I, this is what I've told you what I think and this is what I'm going to say. Oh, come on. Cut me down. Cut me down. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> I don't feel that way. Your opinion is not the only one. So, a reasoned <laughs> argument then? A reasoned... A yeah, reasoned so argu- I've gone, you, oh, you designer brown art school punks, you think you're so clever, you think you're cooler, cooler than me, but you're not. Yeah, and then so passive aggressive. Sorry, that. so I, I don't, I don't have that opinion. Uh, do you know what though? It's so true what you've said. I mean, like, I mean, I mentioned my my grammar. Hang school. on, I'm not finished. Are oh, you not? Well, you're not finished. No, there's no, more. No. Yeah, there's more. Okay. They all come from comfy homes. <laughs> they all own the latest phones. True. But they were troubled children. They all say that the next big thing. They had their letter in a magazine. They are intellectuals. Well, I'm so sorry. I don't feel that way. Your opinion is not the only one definitely and tree fingers is not the best radiohead song what okay what 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 was what i is there a song called tree fingers yeah by radiohead it's basically just ambient noise and static for like three oh, minutes and, so the and people like that go it. yeah man that's, i mean that's without a doubt my favorite song it's so great. does that mean that you'll admit that like it's probably a rubbish song yeah it is rubbish oh that's fine because like I, I, I'm not, thought, don't worry, I'm not asking to play it. <laughs> it's quite funny because the way that you're looking at art school kids is the way that I look at all Radiohead fans. Like, I, like that's how I think they all are. No, no, that, that's the bad, that's the sort of bad Radiohead fan. You know, the person that thinks that all their weird stuff's really good. Radiohead have got some catchy songs and I'll prove it. We'll play one next week. And okay. you know what? They, I like the good One that isn't Creep songs. or that other, that yeah, other one about a one robot. Like, you know, Knives Out or something or Lucky. It, there's loads of great songs. But anyway. Cool. Um, no, but you've hit the nail on the head there with the art school kids because I went from that grammar school to this, this art school where, you know, you've got these people from all over the world, but... The, the, the real arty ones are the uh, the actors and the dancers, right? And I'll be just walking through the corridors, just going on my way to, like, you know, like a rehearsal or something. Yeah. And um, what actors like to do is, like, practice in the corridor for some reason. Now, it's very, very odd the first time you walk past someone um, practicing a monologue in an empty corridor. Why are you saying when... corridor? That's how like, I say corridor. It's corridor. You're saying Corridor, like Gryffindor. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. We're picking up on that. But if you ever walk, or if you ever, if there's like... If you're walking down a vestibule. Shut up. So you walk, or, or if you walk past uh, three or four people doing three a scene. Or and you, in a corridor. You, 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 walk, you walk through this, <laughs> this scene. It's very, very odd. Because like, they don't bat an eyelid. They don't care that you're, walk, uh, you're a human person yeah. walking through their weird little scene. Um, they just carry on as normal and it's so weird and you've got um, dancers just limbering up just everywhere just stretching everywhere oh which that must be terrible <laughs> oh no how did you ever cope my how did you ever cope with attractive dancers bending over in front of you <laughs> that must have been awful we all feel so sorry for you let's play a song this is the sugar babes and then we'll come back and wrap up the show and maybe we'll rap i don't know can't wait, can't wait. Bruh, bruh. This is uh, About You Now by the Sugar Babes. How pop-tastic are we today? Amazing. Woo-hoo, love it. It was so can you believe, again, another great pop song by the Sugar Babes? The reason why we're playing that is uh, uh, one of the classes that I taught the other day. I made the kids bring in um, like a song that they liked, but they were it's sort of embarrassing to like it. Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. so they could talk about that. Because I think it's easy to talk about a song you like. Guilty just, pleasure, I think that's called. Essentially a guilty pleasure and talk about why you essentially shouldn't be, you know, cast aside for having that guilty pleasure. So is that yours? That, I brought that in myself, yeah. That yeah. was my one, yeah. Uh, I'd probably say that Bad Influence was my guilty pleasure by uh, by Pink that we yeah. played earlier in the show. All yeah, right. 
Guilty pleasures, uh, guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Yeah. But now, we, uh, actually, we're going to finish with an amazing song, Mike. So uh, don't don't worry about it. We've got, okay. you know, we're going to redeem our indie credentials okay, without that's doubt. Fine. Right, excellent, excellent. But that's what we do. We go all over the place, don't we? We span the genres. We can listen to hip hop. We can listen to uh, uh, pop. We can listen to indie. See, you make it out as if, like, you know, we're just, we're so, like, cool and avant-garde. That Look we at go how diverse we are, Mike. Yeah, well, Look at how diverse. Diverse is a word, sort of lazy and pick anything that we just want without any rhyme or reason is another sort of version of that, I reckon. I don't know. We've had some good th- good songs on this show and, like, oh, and if you're listening to a podcast of this, well, you've missed out completely, so you should join us uh, half past five every Thursday on kcclive.com or 99.8 FM. But uh, it's, it's time to go now. Now, Mike, because uh, <laughs> all right, what's this Andy Pandy? Because <laughs> it's time ta- to go now, Mike. Bye. <laughs> because as the tattoo says, if there's been a murder, yeah, don't blame the poet. No, don't blame the moon. <laughs> blame the freak sat in the bath for an hour with a water pistol. <laughs> it's probably him. I've done a bad murder. Space invaders. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye I hope you've had a nice week and we'll see you next week or rather you'll see you later guys send us. us an email uh, email audacity at kclive.com bye this is Grounds for Divorce by Elbow bye.